It's the Geeky Waffle Podcast. Welcome, foolish mortals. We are talking about the Haunted Mansion again, but this time the French version. Arzu, can you give us a little bit from the ride? I'm no actor. I apologize. Vous, vous qui avez osé troubler la sérénité de ces lieux, aurez-vous le courage de franchir la porte de cette maison? Allez, ne vous faites pas prier. Entrez. Qu'attendez-vous donc? N'ayez pas peur au point où vous, où vous en êtes. Montrez-vous en plein lumière que je vous vois un peu. I made up the laugh. It's not that part of the ride. <laughs> Very Vincent Price. We appreciate it. And we have a special guest. Hey, Tommy. Hello. Hi. I, I like theme parks and I'm here to talk about the French ones. Yes. So we went to Disneyland Paris before Star Wars Celebration and Arzu and I ran into someone. It was me. I, I was just there. I was hiding in the walls of the Phantom Manor and like the drywall. And I was like, hey guys, what's up? And we just kind of like a ghost. Around. Just kidding. Yeah. It's Tommy. It was, no, it was me. I was covered in just like crepes and Nutella. And then I was just like, guys, let's go on Phantom Manor. Good time. This ride opened with your Disney on April 12th, 1992. And the fun thing about all the different Haunted Mansions is they're in different lands at every Disney park. So what do you guys think of it being in Frontierland? I think I like it the most in Frontierland. Like, I, I like that it's just old themed, whereas the other ones are just like house themed. Like, oh, these are these are houses that people have. Or is this one like, oh, it's old and spooky. And like all of Frontierland and Disneyland Paris is super duper run down for the most part, if I remember correctly. So it has this nice overarching theme throughout it. Whereas the one in Disneyland feel is wonderful. It's, it's over there. But also <laughs> it feels just like some, like it's like your neighbor who doesn't really like mow their lawn very well. Like it doesn't have that scary vibe to it, which I know is the point. But I, I like the Phantom Manor felt like a proper haunted house in the upper corner, which I think worked really well with Frontierland, which has that kind of like grand scale of mystery, whereas like New Orleans feels a lot more quaint. So they have to pack it into the corner. And then Liberty Square, I always felt like a weird vibe overall, even though it's themed to where I live, which is which is fun, but weird vibe overall to have it next to the Hall of Presidents and all that. So I, I liked it there. I, th I thought it was a cool, like overall, like the land felt a lot more together with it there than the other ones. I like the Frontierland in general has this vibe of this is what France thinks of America. Mm -hmm. Right down to, it's not open anymore, but there used to be a cafe across from where you go on to Thunder Mountain that was like an old West cafe, like a quick service place mm -hmm. that put chili on everything because it's America. So you put chili on everything. Yeah, but we're always they're not wrong. They're yeah. not, it was chili and cheese. on. <laughs> it was delicious. Let me just be clear. But I also like that because it's situated in Frontierland, they tie the story of Phantom Manor together with the story yeah. of thunder mountain which i think is a nice touch like if you're gonna i guess for american park fans maybe it's not the most organic choice to have the two side by side so they they made it work yeah yeah so when signing your disney they wanted staple rides like it's a small world dumbo they wanted to modify haunted mansion to fit to the european audience taste and preference and like arzu said europeans like westerns and this is what they think of america so the story of the ride is part of Thunder Mesa, which is a fictional town of Frontierland. And a major influence for this ride was the Phantom of the Opera and Charles Dickens' Great Expectations, as well as many European Gothic legends, 
which were altered for a Western setting. All feel any of these like influences when you were writing it? Now that you say great expectations, that makes sense. With yeah, Miss always in her dress. Yeah, like Havish. Havish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel. I feel like an idiot. I don't really know those. I have. I have. <laughs> I only read like the kids' version of Great Expectations. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like fifty pages long. I, I don't know the if... wish bone version <laughs> the wish bone version i i love creativity i love inspiration but at no point on a ride like do i like want to be like oh this is this is just like great expectations <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> just, oh, i'm on vacation like that's it's okay, much... a charles dickens theme park it's like rural <laughs> at the yeah. quick service like you're on space mountain you're like this is just like a christmas carol <laughs> so similar we need to circle back to Phantom of the Opera because I had heard that this was an influence. I had gone on the ride. Then I heard Phantom of the Opera was an influence. And I went on the ride again later because I used to be an older at Disneyland Paris. And because I had the Phantom of the Opera in my head, wildly misconstrued the plot of the ride. Because I think the first couple mm. times I went, like the lights were just not operating at full capacity because it was like physically very dark. So it was really hard to see. Well- before so. we wrote this, Arzu warns me. She's like, it's very dark. And I'm like, yeah, I know the backstory. Dark <laughs> backstory, whatever. Like, and they'll, there are no lights. Yeah, we get off of it. I'm like, oh, you meant the lighting. <laughs> There's just no lights on this ride. And I know it's supposed to be dark as a haunted house, but like, it's dark. Comparatively to the yeah. American Haunted Mansions, it is a bit dark. It is. Yes. Put a pin in Phantom of the Opera for a second, and we're going to revisit yes. that. Okay, so we're going to go through the story. I'm going to try to mix both the old original story with the 2019 refurb version because that clarifies a lot. Okay, so once upon a time, Henry Ravenswood was a Western settler who struck gold at Big Thunder Mountain. And he founded the company who does all that mining and thus created Thunder Mesa. Ravenswood became rich and built himself a Victorian manor high on Boot Hill overlooking Big Thunder Mountain. He and his wife, Martha, had one daughter, Melanie. Can I just say uh, Hill yes. sounds exactly like what a French person would call an American neighborhood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they talk about boots all the time. Like uh-huh. Yes, they're very fond of their boots. It's like head on down to Hat Road where the hotel is. <laughs> yes. So in the original version, right before Melanie is supposed to marry this man, there's an earthquake. Martha and Henry die. And then she's about to get married. She's in her wedding dress. And mysteriously, her groom is lured up to the attic by this mysterious phantom where he's hanged. And that's what you see when you go to the stretching room. You see the body. But now, with the 2019 version, she got engaged four times. This girl got busy. And each time, the groom's the potential grooms met a dastardly end, I should say. And I guess the fourth time she was in her wedding dress and she's just like, she she goes crazy. Can you imagine? Four times. Wait, yeah. so, so before the refurb, it was just one guy. Yeah. And he's the one that gets, all right, all right. so Disney was in 2019 was like, we have to kill more men. There's, there's not yeah, enough exactly. man death in this ride. I got you. Respect. No, that's good. I, I wonder if it's because they have the portraits and they're like, you know what? Let's make that more creepy. Because when you go to the stretching room, you can see each of the grooms. Mm -hmm. What was it? Do you you happen to know what it was before 
they added the four grooms for the stretching room? Or was it just like the standard stretching room? It's a oh, it was still a stretching room, but it was Melanie. But she was doing like it, it turned creepy, uh, just like the other ones did. It didn't show gotcha. death, but like she's having a picnic, I think, in one. And then there's a zombie coming out of a graveyard. And another, when you're leaving, there's like the portraits of each of the dead grooms right before you get off the doom buggy. I think it was just in various states of, like, in, it was different portraits of the same couple. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Melanie, she never removes her wedding dress. She wanders the house aimlessly, singing songs of her lost loves. Same. And the phantom is just laughing at her pain. And he invites his dead demonic friends to fill the house with an eternal party. My dad's and always her- doing that. So I know, geez. Just inviting yeah. his demonic friends. Dad, I just yeah. want to wander around the house in my wedding dress singing a song and you keep inviting your friends over. Just keep playing <laughs> poker. Just interrupting everything. So Carl took his head off. It's really weird. Again. <laughs> yeah. So a dark curse fell upon the house and the shape of the house was slowly transformed by evil forces. No one ever set foot in the house since. And the earthquake that killed her parents originally created this huge gouge is that the word gouge gorge Go- gorge. gorge yeah huge gorge what's a gouge okay okay <laughs> oh okay in the western half of the property and that's where the ghost town is and where we see all his demonic friends hanging out and it's called phantom canyon canyon and that's one of the biggest differences is that this track is longer because we get that extra scene of the mm-hmm. phantom canyon it wasn't until the 2019 version that it was like definite that it was Henry Ravenswood, Melanie's father, who was the Phantom. Okay. What was it? That's before? why I feel better. It was him, but it was like it just who wasn't knows? clear. It's the yeah. Mystery. Gotcha. So let's take the pin out of Phantom of the Opera now. So I go on this ride again, having heard the Phantom of the Opera is one of the big influences, and I'm like, okay, I can see it. Like the bride is like Christine. And the phantom of the house is like the phantom of the opera and the grooms are like her suitor, like Raul, like whatever. And he's killed the suitors because he's jealous. Come to find out that this is not somebody jealous that his love is marrying somebody else. This is a father and his daughter. And I'm like, oh, I misunderstood. It's like, is that what the French people think of Americans? <laughs> Apparently. like In frontier land, the, yeah. yeah. The I French impression kind of, of the Old West. I'm like, yeah, not no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to that. But okay, for the record, in *Band in the Opera*, he does impersonate her father. So she thinks oh. first he's sent by her father as an angel to train her voice, and then sometimes and she thinks by her father. Yeah, but no, sometimes she thinks he is a spirit of her father. Like he uses that. Okay, so, so you know what? maybe I wasn't far off. Yeah. Yeah. No, Eric's really creepy, but like this guy, <laughs> he is called the Phantom, and like. We were born after the Andrew Lloyd Webber craze. So when we think Phantom, that's usually what comes to mind sometimes. So the whole thing is some people say Henry murdered the the groomsmen because they're like, oh, they're not good enough for my little girl kind of thing. Or (laughs) my theory is, is that he did it because he didn't want anyone else to have his money. That seems like more of an Mm. evil thing. And he's also laughing at her. Wandering the house. So maybe he thinks her loneliness is funny. Yeah. Maybe what do you he's think, an in- I think he's an incel. 
now, like a late stage one. So he just like is like now, no, like I I had mine, and I think now no one. He he just started listening to a new podcast. Kind of it kind of altered his views. You got to listen to it. It's really good. Yeah, no, I always kind of thought it was like a protecting thing, but that you raise a good point. Where at no point does he seem like he likes her at all. Um, <laughs> he he just seems like he wants her to be miserable. So I think the money thing makes sense. I I do wish that there was like a little bit. I don't know why I'm asking for much more story on a on a theme park ride. It's like I wish there was more of a backstory between their relationship. There's already like, so much story in. This I know story. there's way more well, than you usually would get. Um, Tommy, like in a portrait, like it's before mm-hmm. he. It's one of those portraits that change, and it's hit them as human, him as human before he's the phantom, and he's like possessively holding her shoulder. Gotcha. That's so, in the first like, one, right? I think so. It's in like the changing. Yeah. 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 So it shows like. Okay. Not a healthy relationship. No, no. That still plays into the phantom thing where he might just be in love with her as well. Yeah. Not rolling that Disney. out. Disney. It's from, Tier- it's from him, Tierland. Him being her father does not rule this plot point no, out. No, it doesn't at all. Disney probably no. intended. So <sighs> one of the biggest refurbs that happened after 2019 that changes the entire story other than four men dying, as Tommy said, is that Melanie, at the end of the original story, fights her father and breaks a curse so then the writers can leave. So right. you see her transform. That's what like, a good host like, does. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to I'm gonna stand up to my father. I'm going to be like, no, you can't have these innocent people. Mm-hmm. And she passes away from that. In the new version... She wants you to marry her because you see her in the reflection where she's like, will you marry me? And she's just still freaking crazy. Gotcha. That's sad. It is so sad. That's sad. Because like in the Disneyland and the Disney World version, you have the hitchhiking ghosts mm-hmm. yeah. come into your buggy. Mm-hmm. This time around, it's with her. And she's like, let's get married. It's a, it's a hitch. There's a pun here. Hold on. Like oh, hit, yeah. Hitch, hitch wanting ghost. I don't know. There, there's someone. Someone else will do that pun. But you, a, you see where I'm going with it. Let's get. Let's get. Hitch a let's get. Hitch, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that changes. Like, it's still always a dark story. But I like that idea. Like, I had no idea when we first wrote it that that's what the ending was. Now, right. instead of seeing her do that, the catacomb, not the catacombs, the mausoleum of her mm-hmm. brooms. One of the grooms looks like he's like fighting, like he's a zombie now, and he's like coming out, like his hands coming out. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Trying to save us. Yeah, but that changes so much. True. True. And that means that so she's she's we know that she was sad, but mm-hmm. also she's back on that grind. She's ready to get like that. She's got she's got to get married for the fifth time. But I if mean, you are in Disneyland Paris, you probably have some money. So that's good. Yeah. She's got enough money for True. the two of you. True. That's, Maybe you have fast passes to go on Big Thunder Mountain. Unless uh, Daddy Dearest doesn't let you have any. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is, we we just do the statistics. It's not going to end well for you. Exactly. But that's it. Makes sense why all like after the fourth guy's like, you know what? I'll give it a chance. This girl's worth millions. Spot. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> okay, so I, I think the I guess the proper way to look at it now is. Maybe it's hitting his in the Phantom's brain. He's saying that I'm now 
here forever in my ghost form. And if as long as no one else who's living marries my daughter, ghost me can take advantage of this. Like it's it's mine forever. No one's signing over a legal document, which ghosts do have to follow. They they are they respect the law. So he's gonna make sure that doesn't happen. He's in his ghost mode. He's gonna own that area forever. And I'm sure he has like stake in like a churro card outside where he gets a profit from that. I think that makes sense. I don't know why why I guess she's the daughter just likes to get married, so that's why she's all like flirty she wants by the end one of it. Of them to stick. Mm-hmm. That's what well, she wants. In the original, she wanted to marry the guy so she could escape her father. So marriage Which just makes this get- so much worse because if you stick to the same logic that she wants to get married to escape her father, she tried four times. And he will let her go. But which just begs the question, what is he doing with his money? Like he's a ghost. He can't spend funding it. his phantom canon canyon money. His, you bi- know? his Bitcoin. <laughs> his NFCs. His NFTs. Oh, God, which are dead, so that makes sense. Yeah. He's buying a social media platform. Hey. <laughs> Changing it to P, just the letter P instead. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. But don't give me an idea. <laughs> <laughs> also, one of the biggest changes, not story-wise, is originally Vincent Price recorded audio for the French version. But there was legal issues because they wanted to have a French actor say this French stuff and like Vincent say the English stuff, and I don't know, something with its agents happened. So the whole thing fell through, even though Vincent already recorded it. So in 2019, they added Vincent Price back into the ride, like originally. Oh. Yep. I didn't know that was him. That was him. Cool. Yeah. They have a real ghost. Oh. (laughs) Oh. What? I'm so happy for him. You would be so excited to know that and they didn't use yeah. ai so that's cool he would yeah, yeah he would enjoy that be like yeah. this thing he recorded like decades ago is finally being used True. after his passing i feel like he'd get a kick out of that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i think so- my my disneyland fun fact for voice acting is the guy who did the original voice for tigger i think his very last time ever doing tigger is as you leave the way the Pooh ride like he recorded oh. that and then he retired I believe. No one check me on that. Just enjoy it. We'll just believe it's that it's true. Yeah, just believe it. (laughs) I think I saw it in a YouTube video. We talked a little bit about the state of the house. And this is the only one that is really unattended, overgrown, unlike the other manors. One of the Imagineers is like, Walt wouldn't like this kind of thing when they decided to do that. Walt would be fine with it. Oh, Walt wouldn't approve, Mark Davis said. Because he didn't like the derelict aspect of it. Mark Davis, but, I was rooting for you. Stop kissing butt, Mark Davis. <laughs> we want a spooky house. <laughs> so it also bears a strong resemblance to the Bates Manor from Psycho, which I always felt like. I was like, okay, I see that now that you say it. I didn't think it until. I haven't seen Psycho because I'm a wimp. <laughs> it's, it's, you're, it's, it's correct. You're scared it to watch bad. Psycho. The you there's a haunted house. There was a haunted house in Universal Hollywood. It's one. Of, it's my favorite haunted house moment that I've ever had in my life. It's just a long. It's it's all inspired by like their classic horror movies. It's just a long hallway that's just all painted black, super long. But there's one cut out to like the right of you halfway through it, and there's a shower curtain there. And as you're passing through, every once in a while, like the psycho 
Norman dressed as the mom will just turn the curtain around and start stabbing at whoever's on the other side. That's such a fun idea. It's so simple. You're just walking down this hallway just trying to like avoid the curtain. 10 out of 10. Is not the entire... No, no, there's a lot more. There's a lot more. Like, you're going to do like, okay. like Dracula, Wolfman, Mummy, all that. But okay. then all of a sudden you just like turn a corner and it's just this long, completely like black hallway. Like it's all just painted. Except for this one door cut out on the right side of it halfway through. It's so good. My cousin was in front of me. She got like completely stabbed up. It was great. Yikes. <laughs> not actually stabbed. It's like, it was great. She got stabbed. <laughs> it was awesome. They gave us free tickets. It was amazing. Oh, we had a sign then NDA. Oh no, Tommy broke it. I Tommy broke the NDA. They're gonna, they're gonna take back my lifetime pass. Yeah, sorry. How how do you compare this one to its American counterpart? Do you like this one more, or is it not quite the Disney magic? How do I phrase this? Tommy, you start. I gotta find my words. Okay, I think I I think I liked it more. I think purely because there was a little bit, I, I'm someone that after I experience something, if there's more to learn, I'm excited to to like learn it. So I thought it was cool that even once again, I have no idea how this would be experienced if I was able to speak French. Like maybe I would, all the story would like stick. But I, I like that. This is just what I like about Disneyland Paris in general is that I, I, I know from being a Disney nerd that the park as a whole was a lot more like solidified in the design process and like the overarching stories and all that and like i love that stuff specifically so like i love that it ties into big thunder mountain across the way and uh i love that you apparently you can i think it said somewhere in, in your notes that it it like you can see like pictures of them elsewhere in the park like i love yeah, that stuff the, and that's so the railroad cool. station you yeah. can see them like that's awesome that's the best and i just love just being a theme park nerd that you can like discover more about the ride just by experiencing the rest of the park which is something that I always wish the stateside ones have more of. I think they really just like vague references sometimes, which are probably more of just like when they were building it, they're like, hey, we already got like this pirate. Let's just put his name on this like snack stand. And like, that's all you get. So I like that <laughs> part of it. And I do wish that like, like for instance, like my dream is is for them to redo Tomorrowland for the 30th time and make it more of like a, like a city feel to it where like space mount like this is what they did in like the 90s when they did the refurbish was called they kind of like made it all like super maximalist and made it look crazy but they connected it as like a city so like space mountain was the spaceport and there was like the time traveler guy was something and it was all connected was the main takeaway and obviously the people mover was the people mover which was awesome but that's why the the little like announcement thing goes around when you're going around so i love all of that stuff and i wish there was more of it and disneyland paris like really held on to that because i think there was a big push to do it in the 90s they were like trying to connect everything and then they gave up on it and disneyland paris hasn't been updated too much since the 90s which i think is fun actually so yeah i think this is my long-winded way to say that i, I liked it probably more but specifically because of how it like extends beyond itself which i think is very cool it is nice to have a more solid story than the American versions. Like we do have Constance and we know like she murdered some of her husbands. She at least got, she got to the ideas. Constance and the Phantom should talk. They should. Oh my God. They would be BFFs. I ship it. <laughs> New ship. But I don't think they could do Phantom Manor in the States. I think too mm -hmm. many parents would complain. It would be in, alien situation all over again alien <laughs> I'm encounter i'm glad they closed alien they didn't oh, yeah, close okay. it don't get 
our zoo has feelings and we hate alien. Yeah. Do you mean alien encounter or yeah. the great movie ride? Oh, okay. Alien oh, I didn't go on alien encounter, but I went on the great movie ride and that alien scene freaked me out. Yes. I was too, also, I was too young and afraid to go on alien encounter, but great movie ride alien. Oof. Alien encounter was the first ever thing I did at Disney world. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, this is fine. Nothing I would, I would, I would love it right now if it was still open, but as oh, a kid, yeah, it was same. too scary, way too scary. Mm-hmm. Arzu, what are your feelings? Overall, I, I agree I, with both of you. I like how it has a more comprehensive story and how it's connected to other aspects of the park. And there's just more going on. My one regret is I really like Grim Grinning Ghosts and there's not enough of it in the ride. Like there's a little bit in the, in the, yeah. in the yeah, character. No, I think that otherwise. Right. Yeah. yeah, like it very briefly, but mm. like to the point where the first time I went, I thought it was a malfunction because there wasn't enough Grim Grinning Ghosts and like the audio <laughs> track's not working. But it's just not the vibe. The lights aren't ride. working. The audio isn't working. The, just working. There's no lights. There's no Grim Grinning Ghosts. What it's is so quiet time? in there. But... I like the I like the overall connection of the story. So yeah. yeah. I really feel like the loading area is the best of all the loading areas because you have that mm-hmm. grand staircase. And part of the refurb was they moved Constant from I mean they moved Melanie from part of the beginning of the ride to the loading area. So you just see her looking out to the windows with the storm and everything. And I think that's so dramatic. It's just really cool. Yeah. But okay, this is my question. Going back to the story, do you think people would, do you think people can understand the story without any context before writing it? And does that hurt the ride itself? Not the story as, as described, like not in all the detail of like he built this thing and then he got all this money and he had a daughter and then she was getting like all of that stuff. I think it's completely lost on people. I think the idea that there is a woman living in this house, a perpetual bride, her grooms keep dying because of the phantom, that I think people understand. That's pretty clear. But the the details of it all, I think, like how she and the phantom know each other, why they're dying, who these people are, I don't think any of that. But I don't think you need that either. I think that's like the fun lore you can learn after. Yeah. I think, as I think there's there's the two streams of consciousness here of, of what is it like if you are an English speaker and what it was like if you're a French speaker. As like an English speaker, you have that extra layer of confusion, like especially really just the beginning, I think, like the narration. It leaves you like assuming like, oh, there there must be something more like being told here. Apparently not, as as you, as you explained. Really. But I, I think without the proper like knowledge of the story, I would, on, I would I would compare it almost to just going on the stateside ones because like obviously there's stories to those but it's mostly like snippets of visual kind of like guidance like you go to the constant attic and you're like oh like what is this and like the heads are getting chopped off and then she has a thing like that's all you get really for her and like you yeah. just visually understood it it has no arc nothing to actually follow you just go that was cool and then move on and if you're in the california one there's a little freak with his hat box right there for some reason soon in the florida one and then you just move on to the next scene where i feel like the disneyland paris without the knowledge of what's going on basically just is that you know you're just going from scene to scene just being like oh there's there's a ghost there's a ghost there's a ghost and there's what was that oh sorry go ahead and then i'm gonna say there just wasn't there's not there doesn't necessarily feel like a reason to connect it it's mostly just spooky vibes the whole time. 
Yeah, um, it's just vibes. I was thinking, I'm like, it's just yeah. vibes. <laughs> That's yeah. what Han Mansion well, is. Generally, I have found with the non-North America parks, and speaking for all of them, but um, Shanghai, because I haven't been to Shanghai. But with the other ones, they tend to, when it's a big thing like this, be a little lighter on narration. They have a story, and they're conveying it to you, but they're lighter on narration because there's the assumption that not everybody's going to understand it. Like, gotcha. Tokyo is a little different because Tokyo is like a local park. Mm-hmm. But Hong Kong, you've got people who speak at least three different languages coming to that park. So things are lighter on narration. Paris, like, you assume most adults coming to the park have a working knowledge of English or French. But kids, if they're coming from Spain, Portugal, Italy, mm-hmm. further out in Europe, may not have a working knowledge of English. So it's lighter on that, too. English or French, I should say. But yeah. I should just say I was utterly obsessed with this ride before years for decades. Like I found out that there was a different Haunted Mansion because I always loved Haunted Mansion. And then like I was a little kid with you guys. I was like, we got to go on Phantom Manor. When are we going on Phantom Manor? We got to go on Phantom Manor. <laughs> I was like, what if they close it? We should go on it. It's open now. Like I'm like looking at the app. I'm like, it's, it's the waiting time. Let's go. I was that was the one thing where it's like, I got to do this. Like this is this is the ride and it did not disappoint of years of learning about this and being obsessed and well, i'm glad it didn't disappoint yeah and the yeah, lights was, were on which is good yeah Mostly. they yeah. turned them on for you they just That's left so them nice. off. just enough so my final question is who do you prefer melanie or constance hatchaway mm. who would win in a fight like like who constant, who are we getting constant yeah yeah constant yeah I know but I feel like who are we getting know. married to is that is that the question oh, they're, no. both, they're both brides which is yeah you're not gonna survive something. either way because either Constance will kill you or Melanie's dad yeah. yeah like do you want do you want the person you're getting married to to kill you or or their dad I want I, I think... want to like take Melanie away from all this no, no yeah I guess that's that's the better alternative it's like at least with Melanie you can you can try to you can try to save her from yeah, her dad I just I need the hug. <laughs> but the away. thing is, with this reverb, it feels like Melanie has become more constant because she's laughing at the end. She's like, marry mm-hmm. me kind of thing. She's she, lost, she lost her, her mind. mind. She's lost her mind. She's a mad woman. Like, not her fault. Yeah. But Constance. Constance apparently was just, you know. Constance is enjoying husband's it. like a Pokemon. Like, I don't <laughs> know what her, like, backstory is with, like, how she became so, like, yeah, I'm gonna get an axe. Nah, I, I she's justified. I don't know what it is, but I, I trust her. I'm sure she had a good reason. <laughs> we support women's rights and women's wrongs. Exactly. Including when there's an attic full of them. Yeah. There's a whole oh, song in Chicago about it. Yeah. Exactly. We don't know the full story. That's the problem with the US parks version. He he ran into her knife. <laughs> Ten into times, her hatchet. Right? He did the a axe, somersault yeah, into her hatchet. Yeah, it wasn't her fault. No. No, no, not at all. I applaud but when yeah. I go to the attic scene. I go, good for you. Girl power. Yeah. Girl power. Yes, queen. One time I got broken down at that exact, like right in front of her for uh, probably like 25 minutes, and I heard every single one of her lines 30 times. Terrible way to ride the ride. Don't recommend it. So maybe I actually, I pick Melanie. <laughs> I, pick- <laughs> I got stuck <laughs> at the, the, the wind, the cold air room. After getting stuck oh. in a downpour. So we're soaking wet and there's just cold air. 
20 minutes blowing on us. They wanted to make you look blue like the ghosts. This is I've never been stuck that long. That said, I did get stuck once going out the window. So backwards, just for like a few seconds. But take a nap. That'd be nice, actually. Yeah, I was, you know, (laughs) I did that on I did that on Starship Earth. Spaceship Earth. Earth, Thank you. When it was going backwards with the night sky. It was lovely. Was I took a 15 minute nap. Have you ever gone on the old version of Spaceship Earth when it wasn't like a night sky at that part? It used to be so much better. I what went on it? it back in the 90s. It was it was it was all it was sponsored by some kind of like telecommunication company. Oh, so they Oh yeah. So it's like people are talking, right? Yeah, like, it was TV, it was like... it was so cool because it was before like Skype was like even a thing. So you yeah, would, yeah. like some anima or not even anima, you see like static like figures really they weren't animated. A doll, yeah. Like looking at a TV with a camera on it and they would see people like talking to them. They're like, Oh, what are you up to? Like, Oh my God, like you're in China. I'm in the U S it's so crazy. And then you would go down a little bit and there'd be the people that they were talking to their static figures. And you would see the other static, other people on the TV as real life people. So it looked like they were talking to each other. So cool. Now it's just the sky, which is whatever. You get a little video of that place, but I miss that. Good one. for a nap time though. Good so for true. a nap time. If you get so stuck. <laughs> but yeah, anything else either of you would like to say about Banda Manor? I wish I was at Disneyland. Me too. Tommy, tell us about some of your stuff. Hi guys. I'm Tommy. I I do comic books. I have a new one called At The End coming out in a couple weeks via Kickstarter. I I don't have obviously a link for you because it's not out, but if you follow me on Twitter at Tommy, the the little underscore Stella, I'll be tweeting about it to probably an annoying extent. So after you follow me, try to not unfollow me when you're like, this guy keeps talking about his Kickstarter. Support the Kickstarter. You can mute me afterwards after you support the Kickstarter. It's fine. I don't really care that much. Put the link in the description. Cool. Thank so, you. Yeah. But yeah, uh, people have finally read it as of like today. I have to send it to both of you. And people like it a lot. So I'm excited to get it out into the world properly. Awesome. Okay. Arzu, where can people find you online? Can you, we still I'm, find people on X? Listen, I'm at Arzu. I mean, until that ship goes down. I'm at Arzu D2 everywhere else. I don't remember what I am on Blue Sky. But if you search RZD2, you will find me. It's either at RZAMIN or it's at RZD2. I don't remember what I put. I feel like it's at RZAMIN. You can tell how often I need to log into it because I'm just perpetually logged in. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I was trying to get the Space Waffles Twitter password from her. And she's like, <laughs> like I know like, what I it don't is. know what it is. <laughs> Why would I know? But yeah, you can find me at Candace is a Geek on Twitter. Again, until that ship goes down, which it's going to be soon. But you can find me at Candace Call everywhere else. And you can find us at thegeekywaffle.com, geeky underscore waffle on X, and the geeky waffle everywhere else. So thank you, Tommy. And thank you, Arzu. And thank you. Stay spooky. Yes, yeah, stay oh. spooky. Stay, stay kill, with Kill your husband. <laughs> Don't let your dad do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get married and fuck the end well. Give your dad a break. Kill your husband for him. In a world full of Melanie's, be a Constance. Kill your husband. We oh ship Constance and Henry now. There we go. New ship. <laughs> Stay geeky.